Hello and welcome to my first podcast, episode one. Uh, today I want to talk about cities and how they evolve. And I'm out. There's too much nerves. It's quite a lot of nerves to do a podcast. So let's see. If we take a city that exists because of one business, for example, a refinery, where the oil goes into and it provides jobs, then those workers who go in there need to get a house somewhere there and they will so it will eventually just be a, a town of houses and a refinery and if anything happens to the refinery that it stops existing um, all those people will lose the job and there will be nothing for them in that city so it'll become a ghost town has is the same way it has happened to multiple minor cities where the mine closes for whatever reason and it just everything is abandoned as is now that is the death of a city or at least when it was going to be born if you want the city to continue growing then let's go back to the same example this is a refinery there's people and houses um, eventually maybe somebody starts doing something on the side with their free time they'll be uh, maybe selling some food and in a food car or their house so little food places starts start popping up um, it's also perfect for other type of businesses that are necessary for the workers like a mechanic shop in case their vehicle breaks down which it will and let's say a grocery store because they need to get food from somewhere eventually may maybe a gym or some forms of entertainment because it'll be boring to be there so all the essential businesses starts popping up um, mechanics gas stations um, entertainment restaurants uh, but Still, if anything happens to the refinery, everybody will be out of the city. There's nothing keeping them in other than the job. So if you want this city to survive, let's say you're the mayor, you want to invite other type of businesses to come into it, the city so that the city doesn't only rely on one job. It's the basic idea of a stock's diverging or diverging into stocks multiple instead of having one stock and if the stock goes down you lose all your money you can have multiple ones and if one goes down it's okay because another stock is doing fine always uh, uh sorry diversify not diverge diversify your money in stocks or in any other things it's similar to jobs of people if you are good at one thing uh let's say let's say a teacher but for some reason you get fired and you can never teach again and you were a teacher for 25 years you need a way to you need to have another job to keep yourself afloat now going back to the CD example once um, you get other jobs to come by let's say banks or technology um, places like Google 
on Facebook uh, offices or main offices of other services, that is better for the city because if anything happens, um, the workers could get a job at a different place. And independent businesses like, let's say, banks are able to still function because people still need to access their money. Or at least back in the day, I'm not so sure about now. But you just need other businesses in that city. Well, let's continue. After you get a, a big city, um, if anything happens to any of those businesses, the city can still become a ghost town. Uh, let's remember that the main one is still the refinery. That's the cow is the one providing the most money to everybody and the most jobs to everybody, the most attraction. So what do you do then? You need to bring in entertainment, artists. It's going to be boring and you need something to attract more people to want to be there. So you bring in singers, comedians, um, painters. And now your city starts becoming a little bit more beautiful. With that, it attracts more people that want to be there or stay there. You make it comfortable so nobody really feels like leaving unless they want a different job that is not in the city yet. Now you have this inflow of people coming to your city. What do you do next? You have to take care of the roads, the infrastructure, that the traffic is well managed. The roads are good to be driven on and they're not causing um, too many traffic jams or car accidents, most importantly. So with the inflow of people, you get that. And it would be also better, since you're doing traffic, I mean infrastructure, to focus on um, mediums of transport that are public, like buses, trains, trans, uh, or bicycles. It's better to lay it out in the beginning and do it right. So put a priority on bicycles, uh, make the places where the bicycles drive safe, separate them from the cars with a concrete division, um, give them plenty of space, just prioritize bicycles over cars, give them the shorter route and give the cars the longer route. Also prioritize public transport. Make sure a lot of your hotspots are, they have a bus stop there or a train or a little tram, or whatever you need. But you need to alleviate the traffic and you need to make it easy for everybody to live there. It makes it more enjoyable and comfortable so people won't want to get out. Now, let's say you have all of that. You have the artist, you have the job, you have the money makers. The people living there and making kids. Well, I forgot one important part, which I think came before um, before the entertainment, which was kids. Uh, if you want those workers to make a life in your city, uh, they will. You will need schools. You will need kindergartens first, and then, or you know, move on from wherever you need high schools. And college is not yet so needed, but eventually the time will come. But you can take some time on that. 
people are used to moving out of, uh, to another city to uh, colleges anyways. So now you have a functioning city with a schools, entertainment, all that good stuff, transportation, easy, comfortable. What's the next goal of a city like that? It, it sounds accomplished. It sounds like it has made it. Um, I think a city always has to make the goal to become self-sustainable. And so far it has done great in that aspect. Well, the next thing it needs obviously is food, something that I missed uh, to say, but it's sort of obvious. Farms don't always have to be in the city. They're now away from it by a long stretch and then trailers are the ones who bring in the food. That's how it works. So I guess it needs good deals on those farms to, to get the necessary food all the time. And affordable price. That makes sense. <clears throat> so we'll touch on farms later, but it does need a, a strong connection with farms. You don't want your city to be expensive just to live because then people are going to to work so hard just to survive and that's not really living well to go on with the example of a city to become self-sustainable it has all the right parts it has an inflow of people businesses to keep it afloat if anything happens to the refinery at this point it's still possible to survive through other offices that are there other job positions through the grocery store providing jobs or any other little jobs here and there like mechanics and stuff but that's not really enough it'll be a tough place to grow in uh, not many options and you have to take a very bad pay so what you do next as a city is you encourage other businesses from other places to come to your city and put their headquarters in there or an office that could hire a lot of your citizens and so in order to do this you motivate them by making some deals with them making making something cheaper or an easy start uh, than it would be in another city and now you're you have a lot more businesses who are stronger in their bank let's say in their money so if anything happens they can rough it out with you and they can employ the citizens and now you have a bit more of a self-sustainable city with a stronger businesses in there. Uh, what would be a strong business? Well, it's like a, a company that is old by many years, who has already shown proof that they can handle the economy, the ups and downs, um, who is experienced and has is very smart with how they allocate their money in order to survive and grow. Those are good signs of a company like that. And I want to go to the next point. Once the city becomes self-sustainable, let's say it has everything and it does it perfectly, it needs another goal. It finished the goal of self-sustainability and then what happens? It becomes a little bit boring. There's no really point. Um, you can do two things. One, you can improve everything. Everything that the city provides just um up it somehow maybe better uh like remake the roads or replan them to make the traffic 
even smoother, add more transportation, add more this and more that, connect more little neighborhoods, make them easier to commute. And you can also do well, the following. If you've done everything that you already did as a city, the ultimate step of a city, I believe, is coming up with new ideas, innovation, creativity. So what the city needs to do then is invest a lot in ways to boost that, which would probably be schools of arts um, and some laws that would encourage risk types of risky moves that you can do because there's no there's a cushion with you if anything happens you're good in that city you're good you can always get a job you will always have food it's always easy to have a good time regardless if you have money or not so you can take some risks and how would one encourage that how one would encourage a city to do that to to help their citizens. That I haven't really thought about, but in some way it needs to do that. And innovation would be the ultimate goal of a city. A city that is always growing, improving, getting better, smoother, easier to transverse, and more beautiful each year. More people are attracted, but you have space for them, and it's comfortable no matter how many come. That's a bit of a perfect city. Then innovation happens. You get the you get thinkers, you get artists, you get philosophers, and uh, could also be innovations in technology and in business itself, whatever the business is. But you need, you mostly need all of the things that we talked before for this city to work. Otherwise, um, it's like wasting time. If somebody wants to be, let's say a philosopher, in a refinery town that only has the refinery and houses, nothing else, it'll be a waste of time. It'll be like, dude, just go to work, stop reading so many books about this, about that. you got to get some bread. There's no other thing to do in the city other than go to work. Work eight hours, get overtime. I mean, it's pretty boring out here, so just keep working some more hours. And we don't need nobody to tell us about the righteous of this or that and that when we're struggling with our bills and our wives who are in the other town and we are making money here to send it to them. You see? So I think it has to follow these steps. It is definitely possible to have such a situation, but it is um, less unlikely. I would assume a good example of a city who has achieved this, who is already at the point of, I'd say innovation. I'm not so sure if they are at that point, but it looks like that's what's next for them is the city in China called Shanghai. They have beautiful skyscrapers, which look like an artist made them. And then you have amazing public transportation. The cities are easy to transverse. Mm, traffic sure but it doesn't last too long in the inside of the city because there's so many other people using bikes motorcycles and train 
and a subway. So that alleviates a lot of the traffic. Then there's so many types of businesses that every now and, and then you'll find a strange one, but pretty amazing. Something that I would say is innovative. That city has it all. You can see it. You can see the artist in the city. They even put art all the time uh, in the street. Take it out, put a new one. It goes on like that. But I think once you reach that goal of innovation, there is no other goal. It's just to keep up, keep it up, keep doing a good job, keep making your city a nice place to live in, fun, entertaining, safe, and just you know keep innovating. An example of a city who is still developing it's Austin, Texas, in the USA. Well, right now there's a huge influx of people and the traffic is not the best. It's not the best. Um, perhaps it's, it's really good compared to other cities who have much worse traffic, like Los Angeles or New York. But in Austin, the traffic is just bad because the infrastructure is terrible. There is barely any public transportation. There are no trains, trams, bicycle lanes. Um, subways, nothing. It's horrible if you want to walk as a person who walks to work. You'll be putting yourself in danger every time you cross the street. It looks like you're invading the cars. You're making everybody stay, you know, worse. Giving them a little heart attack. Like, man, I almost run you over. There's no way to walk around the city. If you want to go on the outside of it. Uh, on the inside of the city, sure. Um, but... On the outside of it, a bit more, let's say, out of the city center. It's impossible. It's terrible. It's horrible. Nobody wants to do it, and it's hot. So, this city is still in the point of attracting people. It already has sort of uh, independi become independent with multiple sources of businesses they're coming the big ones like google tesla facebook they're all putting their headquarters here so they're achieving that part they're getting the big businesses to stay here now if anything happens to one of them there's multiple and they're hiring tons of citizens here in fact the problem is that there's not enough people to hire because the city capacity has a limit there's not enough houses and if you want a house you need to build new houses they're at the point of making space for people it's pretty good it's pretty growth for a it's pretty good growth for a city and the artist is coming out it's um in certain streets of austin it's attracting artists and other artists are attracting other friends and it's growing so that is also a good sign artists are coming into the city so there's enough jobs enough um food the place is beautiful it needs to work on the infrastructure right now that's the next point and after that it will need to keep growing the artist and eventually maybe improve the food supply chain make better deals with the farmers 
add more farmers somehow needs uh, laws to encourage that or movements if eventually when you get more farmers everything becomes cheaper in the city as in food and now it's a lot easier to fail because well you will always have affordable food and there will be it'll be an easy city to transverse if you need to walk to work instead of using the car because you don't have enough money to buy a car or buy car insurance then you can walk to your job or use a bicycle to your job i guess that's the next step improve on the infrastructure of austin build better roads for the bicycles and separate them from the vehicles because it's dangerous i've seen people on a bicycle they have to get on the car lane and you just don't see them they're so small thin and any bump will throw them really far a helmet is not going to help too much if they fall on their legs infrastructure um food supply artist those are the next three steps but before that is houses houses infrastructure to walk around and then on you go you go you go eventually if it becomes a success on all those areas it will be able to start innovating it will be able to um, come up with its own ideas and they will be born here made in austin with pride in austin and that is the evolution of a city thank you